Welcome to the Strong John Fitness Podcast. This show is dedicated to helping you achieve your best body without the BS. We'll cover training, nutrition, basically everything you need for a successful fitness journey, and we'll have some fun along the way. I'm your host, John Vlahoinakos. Let's get into it. What's going on? Welcome back to the podcast. So today I have a, a a rough framework for you, just just something to think over. If you're a parent, this one's for you. If you're a parent to be, listen to this one. Bookmark it for labor. Save, uh, save it for later. Uh, if you're not a parent, a lot of this is still going to apply to you as well. Maybe not the stories or anything that pops up with some real life examples. But honestly, I think part of what I do as a coach and what I have to do as a coach is simplify the process for my clients and for you, the listener, and for anyone who follows me on Instagram, fitness can be a very complicated topic if we continue to let it become one. And absolutely, there are things that will require some extra critical thinking and things that'll be difficult. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. I think people confuse simple and easy, and they're very, they're, they're two very different things here. Um, this weekend, this weekend, this past weekend, we, we potty trained our toddler. It was, I was, I was not looking forward to it going in. I will be honest. Um, we used the three day method. It worked with our older son. Laura took charge. She's like, let's, let's do it again. I'm like, okay, cool. But our toddler Lucas is, is very stubborn child. So I was very much not looking forward to the pushback we got. Honestly, I think we, I think as parents, we did a great job. It was, it was difficult. There were some tears, quite a bit of tears, some yelling on his end, some pushback, but we managed. And I think it's tough. It wasn't as tough for us to deal with the crying and the yelling. Some parents have a hard time with that. I'm not here to judge. I do think sometimes this stuff is necessary. Uh, We use the cried out method for Nico and, and some people might look at us as savages and to each their own. I'm not here to tell you how to, how to parent your kids, but I think it's important to recognize that sometimes you have to go through the hard shit. You have to get uncomfortable. Potty training is not fun, is exciting because it's it's a new chapter in his life. It's it's a big step to get away from diapers and things like that, but you know, it wasn't easy to get there. There's a couple of times we could have we could have quit, like we could have stopped, but we had an end goal in mind and when we knew that the short-term sacrifice of his crying and, and the thousands of steps we got going up and down the stairs all weekend was worth it in the end because now we're done, right? Now it's just kind of minimizing accidents where we can, things like that. Totally fine. And the reason I bring that up is because as a busy mom or dad, you're going to have struggles. You're going to be juggling so many different things in life every single day. And for those who are not parents, let me tell you, if you decide to become a parent one day, it is probably one of the hardest things you'll ever do. Uh, not to downplay what anyone else is doing, but when you have to take care of dependence as well as yourself, as well as every other little thing that pops up in life, it's a lot. There's work and there's housework, there's chores. There's, if you want to have a social life, your kids have a social life. Your kids have extracurricular activities. You want to have extracurricular activities, date night with your spouse, which I absolutely recommend for everybody. If you're not currently dating your spouse, you need to start. 
it is the number one thing that just bonded Laura and I even more over the past year and a half. Um, it's just regular scheduled date nights when we could. Um, and I think that where a lot of parents falter is, and again, this is, I'm not looking down on anyone in this episode. I just want to make that clear, but where a lot of parents falter mostly happens with moms is they put the entire family before themselves. They, they, I mean, I get it. You want to provide. I, I understand completely. I've I was on a podcast last week and I referred to myself as a Papa bear, which I don't think I've ever said that out loud outside of my house, but it's true. I, I want to make sure everyone is okay. I've kind of adopted that mentality for my mother, my grandmother, of everyone else before me. And sometimes it, it actually makes life a lot harder because if I'm not prioritizing my own nutrition, my own strength training, my own downtime, disconnecting from work, being present, like it, it makes the rest of life harder. So I think one thing before I dig into the rest of the episode is to make sure that you are putting yourself first and maybe you don't like to hear that, but the reason you are feeling the way you're feeling, if you are overweight and want to lose weight, if you have no energy, if you are constantly sore, if you are constantly tired, if your digestion sucks, if you're not working out or if your workouts suck, the reason all these things happen is not an overnight process. And I'm not saying it's entirely your fault that you're in this position, but I think it's important to recognize that only you can make the change here. Only you can put a foot down and say, you know what? I don't want to feel this way anymore. I need to do something different. And it's a scary thing to do. Again, it's not easy. Oftentimes it's a leap of faith any new client that comes into my program, especially if they don't know me, if they haven't been following me for years or anything like that, how do they know that I can help them, right? There is a big trust factor there. I consider myself uh, an empathetic person. I've been through my fair share. I was called compassionate the other day, which I thought was interesting, but I loved it. I thought that was pretty accurate for the most part, but Again, you you have to you have to put yourself in the driver's seat, and, and I'll use a million and one metaphors and analogies in these podcasts and, and things like that. But whatever helps get the visual across for you, because if you are constantly letting life pass you by, how are you going to feel better? How are you going to lose the weight you want to lose? How are you going to get stronger? How are you going to have more energy? How are you going to regain the confidence that you once had, right? These, these things don't happen overnight either, right? What got you into this position was not an overnight process, but what gets you out of this position is also not an overnight process. It does take time. It does take effort. Whether or not you're willing to put in the effort is up to you, but also how much effort do you think you need to put in? I think a lot of the times when individuals are reluctant to join a coaching program, it usually comes down to potentially finances. Sometimes that's true. Sometimes it's fear. What if I fail again? What if I don't do the work? 
if you don't do the work, you don't see the results. I, it, it, honestly, that like that's what it comes down to. There's no reason why you can't do the work. I like to think everyone is capable of change. How much change and how much time is it up to the individual? And, and maybe not totally up to you, with genetics at play and other lifestyle factors, but you have the power to change. I don't, I don't know why people think that they don't. And I, I, I kind of get it. If you've tried 10 different things and they all didn't work long-term, I mean, it, it makes you kind of feel like, well, fuck like nothing's going to work for me. It's false. Again, that's, that's completely an untrue. Um, it's difficult to move past that, but those that say I've done it all and nothing seems to work. The common factor is them. Did they do the work? Was the thing that they tried just not right for them? Right. The other, the other one I love is, you know, I know what to do. I just don't do it. I just need to do it. Well, yeah. Knowing the thing and doing the thing are two very different things. I, as a health and fitness professional, know a lot of things. I, let's, I'd say I know more than the average person about fitness and nutrition. I have a coach because I've had a hard time implementing the things. I know vegetables are good for me. I know too many calories is gonna not going to help me lose body fat. I know how to make a training program. But I wasn't doing it for a period of time. So I hired someone to help hold me accountable and give me the structure to get it done. That's the difference. As you're listening to this, it's getting closer and closer to June. So if you live in Ontario, the sun's starting to beam. I need you to understand that the work you put in now will not result in, we'll say, the summer body that you might want this summer. But the work you put in now will set you up for the rest of the summers. And if your goal is to look as hot as fucking bikini as you want, cool. Like I have no problem with that. I've talked about this. Non, no, it's no problem for me. I want everyone to be confident. If that means in a bikini, cool. If that means topless, shirtless, whatever, cool. Like I have no problem, no judgment for me, but you're not going to get there now. It's going to take you some time to get there. But you have to be okay with that. And I realize this this episode has completely gone off the rails of what I was going to go off of. But we're just going to run with it. Right? The, life will always bring chaos. Any parent should be nodding their head as they listen to this. If you're driving, please don't take notes. But nod your head with me. Chaos will always happen. There, there's not a week that goes by without chaos. Sometimes the chaos runs days in a row. Sometimes there's a bit of a break, but it's, it's always comes back. This is, that's what parenthood is. And I've talked to clients with older children, preteens and teens. And what I've learned, the information I've gathered from my clients are the problems never go away. They just change. They evolve. So the problems I'm having with my six-year-old and two-year-old will be gone, but the problems will arise new ones when they are 10 and six or 16 and 12 and things like that. So I have to learn to navigate the problems as they arise. I think what a lot of people do is problems happen. They put their head in the sand, wait for them to go away. And when I say putting their head in the sand, I don't mean that they, they ignore their kids. I mean, they put themselves back on the back burner. They stop working out. They start ordering more food. They stop cooking. They start, they stop 
prioritizing their health and fitness. They put it back on the back burner where it was. Instead, when life gets hard, what I need you to do is work even harder to maintain the healthy routine that you want to create. Get up and work out. If you have to get up in the morning to get it done, get up and work out. If it's a post-work thing, don't go home. Go to the gym right from work. Bring your stuff. If you work out from home, don't sit on the couch. When you get home from work, put your workout stuff on and go work out. There are things you can do to break the chain that you're currently in. But it has to come from you. You have to be that effort. You have to say enough is enough. Like, I don't want to feel like this anymore. I, and, and it pains me. And this episode's super rambly. So if you've been listening to this point, thank you. Uh, I hope you get something out of it. But I've talked to so many people over the past, we'll just say three years. I've been doing this for almost seven, but the past three, I've talked to more people than I have across the entire seven. And it pains me, pains me when I know I can help someone, but it's almost like they're not ready to receive it. And there are reasons why people won't join a coaching program and I get it. And I'm not here to dissect that, but it it pains me to see that they, that they don't do anything after that's the hardest part. I know I can help them. They don't want to jump on board. Cool. I'll follow up with them. They're still in the same spot. I'll follow up with them again later on. They're still in the same spot. Like, and I don't say this thing, these things to like be an asshole. I say them like, cause I, I know, I knew I could have helped them like six months had gone by and they're in the same spot because they decided to try to do it for themselves. Even though for years doing it on their own has not worked. It's tough to see people stuck in that rut. There are people that have expressed some really deep things to me in calls when it comes to their lives, their family's lives, health history, what they see for themselves down in the future. Like, And to get to an end of a call and, and not move forward together with the plan that we create for, for that person is hard because I know that they're not betting on themselves. They're, they're, they're not going to do anything. And it sounded, that sounded wrong coming out, but they're, they're not going to make the progress that they think they're going to make on their own. Cause if they did, they would have done it already. And I, that sounds harsh, but it's true from, from the evidence that I've gathered with people, 80 to 90% of people I followed up with that didn't end up joining the program ended up in the same spot or worse when I followed up with them a year later. And it sucks. I, I just, I feel bad because I want to pull them out from where they are. And again, whether they don't trust me or they don't trust themselves or whether they're just scared or whether it's all of the above, only they know. I'm just here to try to help where I can, where I, where I feel like we're a good fit to help. But it brings me back to taking care of yourself and prioritizing yourself because it, it, as a parent, if you are constantly lethargic, not confident in yourself, poor digestion, poor energy, not active whatsoever, eating mostly processed foods, you are not going to feel good in your own skin. And while you might not feel that on day one, you're going to feel that on day 100 and day 300 and day 900, like this shit compounds. I will constantly go back to my own experience to 
reinforce that I'm not on a pedestal here. I'm not looking down on anyone that's struggling with this because I've struggled with this. The last two years have been hard for health and fitness. And going back on Instagram and looking at old posts and I'm like, man, like I miss where I was. I miss the shape I was in. I miss the strength that I had, but I also have to recognize and pull myself out of that and be like, look, man, life is different. In 2019, I had all the time in the world. We had one child, full-time daycare. Business was not as busy as it is now. I was not a mentor in another business. I had hours to do that stuff. So I can't expect the same output from me now with two children, a successful business, and a mentor in another business to have the same output as I did four years prior. It's just not fair to me. So while I can take that, I can use that as motivation. I'm like, okay, man, well, like, what can I do now? Right. Cause there have been times in the past two years where I just, I didn't, I didn't care what I was eating. I didn't care how I looked. I didn't care. How I felt, and I kind of swept that shit under the rug, but it came to a head. It came to a head of me being more agitated, more anxious, just not being happy, being low energy, sleeping like shit feeling weak, like all of these things started to add up and I hadn't been that person in a long time. And that was a wake up call for me. Like, man, it's time to do something. Like what, what are we really doing right now? And here I am in 2023 in almost June, I'm still not at the body composition I'd like to be at. I'm working on it, but there's some positives. Like I get up at five 30 to work out. I sacrifice my morning to work out, which I've never really done. I've, I've never really enjoyed doing that. I like sleep, but this comes with a priority in, in, in the self-care. And if you've seen me on video or if you know me personally, like you don't have to have the home gym that I have. I have a rack and a full squat rack and, and dumbbell rack and barbell and all the toys. You don't need it. More than half of my clients work out from home with just dumbbells. Some on the bench. The difference is they've, worked on incorporating this thing into the routine. They recognize that they show up better overall when they prioritize themselves. Prioritizing yourself is not a bad thing. It does not make you a bad parent. It will make you a better parent. It will give you more energy. It'll help you sleep better. It'll make you stronger. It'll make you more confident. Anyone listening to this, don't close your eyes if you're driving. But if you're if you can picture a time when you're at your most confident and you felt fucking on top of the world. Nothing could stop you. That's what I want for myself and for everyone I I work with and everyone I want to work with and want to help who's ready to receive it. I want you to feel on top of the world because why not? Why shouldn't you? I had a mom tell me last year that she wants to be the bikini mom. Sweet, man. That's awesome. I think that's, I told her on the phone. I think that's great. What's wrong with that? She said, oh, well, you know, you're not really supposed to. I'm like, no, own that shit. Who cares? Be the version of yourself you want to be. As I was, oh, this, as I was scrolling through my Instagram photos, because I'm working on repurposing some content, looking at some old ideas, things like that. Nico popped in uh, to the chair next to me and was just watching me do my thing. And I was saving posts and things like that. Every single photo of me where I had, an old picture 
next to a more recent picture. He would consistently tell me that he liked the most recent picture better. You might hear that and be like, well, that's kind of mean or rude. He's six. So he has no filter, but I'm, I'm fine with that. But the, he kept telling me that that one's better. That one's better than that one. And the underlying theme was that I was in shape. I was leaner. So I had more muscle definition. I had more tone. Yesterday, not yes, a couple of days ago, we were moving couches around. Lo and behold, we did about 17 rotations of the furniture. I ended up in the same spot. Go figure. But I was lifting couches. I pulled a couch, a two-seater, up the stairs by myself. And my kids looked at me in awe. That's the fucking, that's the stuff I'm talking about. That's that shit. That's the juice. If anyone knows the juice, that's the juice. That's what I want. For my two boys to look up to me and be like, man, my dad is a fucking superhero. So whatever I need to do to get there, that's what I'm after. And that doesn't mean I'm not taking days off. It doesn't mean I'm perfect by any stretch, but it means I have a vision for me and for what I want my family to be like. Say what you will about conditioning and children. But anytime Nico's seen uh, like a photo shoot photo of me or I'm in a tank top even now his friends are telling him that your dad is buff. Like he resonate, he connects that with the superhero. That's great with me. I have no problem with that. I'd love to be a superhero for him, but I can't do that. If I'm constantly neglecting myself, if I'm constantly neglecting my self care and by self care, let's talk sleep, going to bed on time, not scrolling social media unnecessarily. Turning off the news, turning off social media once in the blue moon. It, it, I'm not on it every day anymore. It's not good for my mental. Going out for walks. Regularly scheduled walks with your family is one of the best things you can do. Exercising together. Eating nutritious meals. Cooking nutritious meals. He's at an age now where he can start cutting and prepping his own lunch. Awesome. I'm all for that. He wants to help cook eggs. Great. Grocery shopping together, teaching them the importance of different foods. When you can do these things, you will mold your children into the healthiest versions of themselves. As parents, is that not what we want? At the end of the day, that, that's what we want. So, again, I'm not saying this, and I, I don't know why I feel like I have to say this every time. I'm not looking down at anyone. My nose is not turned up. I am not looking down. I'm not on a pedestal here. I've been through the mud too. But I need you to understand that if you are acting one way and expect your kids to behave another way, you're going to have a bad time because they will do what you do, not do what you say. That's how children are. I'm, I've learned this very bluntly over the last two years, at least, especially with two of them around, but they'll they'll copy what you do. If you're active, they're active. If you're on the coach watching TV, they're on the coach watching TV. Right? And, and what becomes the norm becomes. That's what your lifestyle becomes. So as this episode has been nothing pretty much but a rant with a few stories here and there and completely not <laughs> the structure that I had planned, I do hope you took away something from it. There are so many things that 
I need to keep saying, and and maybe my podcast will change from how I say things. Maybe my content will be different. I'm not really sure yet, but I feel like there's a new chapter brewing. Um, some will like it, some won't, and I'm I'm fine with that. At the end of the day, if you're open to receiving help, you'll see the results that you want. If you're not, you statistically you you won't. We'll just put it that way. With the rising rates of obesity and, and heart issues, more and more people are struggling with this stuff, which makes my job that much more important. And helping parents shift how they do things will even impact for generations to come. So if you are a mom or dad listening to this, there's no better time to work on your family's generational health than right now. It doesn't take extreme measures. It doesn't take a lifestyle overhaul. It's little tweaks and changes and action steps compounded over time. It, it really is. Nobody dropped 20 pounds overnight. Nobody gained 20 pounds overnight. Nobody transformed their body or their health with a quick fix. It does take time. It does take work. But at the end of the day, you have to ask yourself, I can't tell you this anymore, but you have to ask yourself, am I worth it? Look yourself in the, in the mirror and ask yourself, am I worth the effort? And then you need to ask yourself, are your kids worth the effort? Because if you look at yourself and you're like, you know, I'm not worth the effort. If you, if you really do have a negative way of thinking about yourself and you're raising children, then do it for them. Ultimately, you'll feel better in the end. But if you won't sacrifice the time and effort for yourself, at least do it for them. Change the course of their lives. It's my mission in life to make sure my two boys don't go through what I went through as a preteen and teenager. I, uh, not that it was crazy, um, extreme or anything like that or anything traumatic, but it was, it was uncomfortable for a long, for a long time. So my, my goal in life is to make sure they're not there. I want to, I want to see more parents taking the reins here. I'm privileged to be able to work with hundreds of coaches and, and, and students in the online trainer mentorship and colleagues just change lives. This is what we're here for. We're not here for anything else. Any good coach that I've ever met is here because they have an innate need to help others. This is where I am in life now too. So hopefully you took something away. Like I said, if you didn't just, I'll, I'm going to leave you with this. Taking care of yourself is not just about weight loss. It's about investing in your long-term health and well-being. When you can eat a mostly nutritious diet, strength train regularly, exercise, walk, drink water, get adequate sleep, 
You're able to manage your stress. Everything else in life improves. Fitness is nothing but a multiplier. It makes everything better when you put the time, money, and effort into it. Because let's be honest, the free stuff ain't doing it. But that's a topic for a whole nother day. I appreciate you listening to this ramble. If it helped you in any way, let me know. Leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Leave me a message on on Instagram. Share the episode. Tag me in it. Send it to friends. I've been told the ramble episodes are gold. I'm, I'm widely appreciative of that stuff. Sometimes it feels like my brain is just a bowl of spaghetti with threads everywhere. And I got to line them up somehow. Speaking out loud to you like this helps for sure. So if it helped you, I'm grateful. I'm, 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 I want it to help. Let me know that it helped and uh, I'll try my best to make more. See you in the next episode.